Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in John chapter 12, verses 12 through 19. This is the triumphal entry, which is what we celebrate as Palm Sunday. We're getting to the point of Jesus' ministry and mission that a lot of these events are covered in all the Gospels. And we've done devotions on this before in Matthew 21, 1 through 11, Mark 11, 1 through 11, and Luke 19, 28 through 48. If you want more insight into the triumphal entry, you can check those out. And before we dive into this text, I just want to gently make you aware of some financial needs that we have. We are not in a desperate position, but over the next couple years, for this ministry to be sustainable for the next 87 years as it was for the first 87, we need to get more effective at raising money from everyday donors rather than relying on unpredictable and irregular estate donations that people generously give after they pass away, which is what this ministry has lived off of for several decades. Rather than dipping into our perpetual fund, where those estate donations go in order to cover our operational expenses. We'd like our operating expenses to be covered by regular donations from everyday folks like you. Now, this is no hard sales pitch, but you can find out at the end of this podcast how you can give through the mail or online. And I fully understand that that's not for everybody. So I'd say if you aren't in a position to give, no pressure, no guilt. We're thrilled that you're here with us going through scripture, but at the same time, for those of you who would be inclined to do so, we just want to lay that need out before you every month or so here on The Daily Dose. And thanks for your prayerful consideration. Chapter 12, verse 12. The next day, that is the day after the plot to kill Lazarus was exposed, we covered that in our previous devotion. The next day, the large crowd that had come to the feast heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem. As we've said in devotions for the last couple texts, we're talking about the Passover feast here, where Jewish people from all over Israel come to celebrate this most holy day in the Jewish calendar. So they took branches of palm trees and went out to meet him, crying out, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, even the King of Israel. And Jesus found a young donkey and sat on it, just as it is written, Fear not, daughter of Zion, behold, your king is coming, sitting on a donkey's colt. Now this refers back to some Old Testament prophecies about some of the details that would surround the coming of the Messiah, the chosen one from God who would come and redeem God's people. We can flip in our Bibles back to the Old Testament to Zechariah 9, verse 9. Here's what it says in a section about the coming king of Zion, that is the Messiah who people would eventually recognize to be Jesus Christ. Zechariah says, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout aloud, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming to you, righteous and having salvation is he, humble and mounted on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. So this is a very specific fulfillment of very specific prophecy. Verse 16, His disciples did not understand these things at first. But when Jesus was glorified, then they remembered that these things had been written about him and had been done to him. Now, this is interesting, and John has done this a couple times. you got to remember, John is writing this stuff decades later, when he's an old man. At the time, he was just a young eyewitness disciple. And so John can look back as he's writing with 2020 vision, and he tells us here that when the triumphal entry happened, not even Jesus' disciples understood the significance of how he was fulfilling prophecy at that time. But later on, after Jesus had died and risen and been glorified in heaven, and they started to understand by the power of the Holy Spirit, which was given 
given to them at Pentecost what had actually happened and the significance of it. And they started to connect the dots about the significance of Jesus riding into Jerusalem on a donkey on the Sunday before the Passover. Verse 17, the crowd that had been with him when he called Lazarus out of the tomb and raised him from the dead continued to bear witness. In other words, these people that were there for Lazarus and the reason the Pharisees and Jewish leaders want Lazarus dead from our previous text is because the word's getting out. You cannot put this back in the bottle. The word is being spread that this Jesus who claims to be God, claims to be the Messiah, is able to do miracles, even raise a dead guy who's been in a tomb for four days. That it is very likely that he is who he says he is by virtue of the things that he's able to do supernaturally, which is, of course, a big threat to the Jewish leaders. And because the word had been spreading about Lazarus, verse 18, the reason why the crowd went out to meet him was that they had heard that he had done this sign. So the Pharisees said to one another, you see that you are gaining nothing. Look, the world has gone after him. These guys are exasperated, and to them it seems like the whole world has gone after Jesus, away from them. It's a massive threat and a big problem for Jesus, except that all of this is playing into God's perfect plan that was prepared ahead of time so that you and I could be redeemed. Now, just briefly to wrap up, I've done some thinking about those people who were there on Palm Sunday waving palm branches and saying Hosanna, calling Jesus the King of Israel. And just a few days later, it seems that at least some of them were probably in the crowd that was calling out for Jesus' crucifixion. How and why did that happen? Well, I think there's probably two groups of people that are here waving palms on this day. One is people who truly are committed. They do believe that Jesus is the King, although they don't understand the significance of what that means. They're thinking about it more in a worldly sense than in an eternal sense. But these people probably didn't show up at the crucify him chance later in the week because they were truly bought in. Then I think there were some who were at both events. They had a change of heart in the middle of the week. And I think a big part of that change of heart was that they expected Jesus to be a political king. He's going to come to earth and he's going to vindicate the lowly, disrespected Israelite people against the powerful, look down their nose at them, Romans. As the week plays on, and if you pay attention to his ministry prior to this, it becomes very evident that Jesus is not interested in a political revolution. Jesus is the king of Israel, but his kingdom is not of this world. And as people waving palm branches are getting excited about a political uprising, begin to realize that that was never in the cards to begin with, and they start to evaluate the things that he's saying and doing that are upsetting their religious system. You can understand why they turned against him within just a few short days. Their expectations weren't correct to begin with. And that happens today. You got people who have an image of what Jesus is all about, what being a Christian is all about. But it's been filtered down to them through religious systems that sometimes don't accurately represent what Scripture actually says. And then when they come face to face with the Jesus of the Bible, they're not so interested anymore. One of the reasons we do the Daily Dose Devotions is so people can have an accurate understanding of who Jesus is, which should result in us being more fervently committed to him the more that we learn about who he is and what he's about. So that when the going gets tough or when something comes about in our life that is not what we expected, we don't bail on Jesus thinking that somehow he let us down, but we cling to him because we view him as our only solid hope and foundation. Come back again next time for more. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. This is The Daily Dose, a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe on Apple, Google, or Spotify Podcasts or download the free Christian Crusaders 
Crusaders app and share with a friend. Also, prayerfully consider supporting our ministry at ChristianCrusaders.org, where you can find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, airing on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions, the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they are bringing all three together, honoring God and blessing our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight another special ministry partner, the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Check out conference videos and schedule of events online at cedarfallsbibleconference.com and mark your calendars for Saturday, July 29th through Saturday, August 5th, 2023 for the 102nd annual Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Thank you for listening and may God richly bless you.